0: our stories how crazy your life was with your parents and your mom and then going to your dad and then you know but yet here you are right saved right with God and yeah. you know And in a world where you thought or if anybody would have heard your life growing up it's like how did this guy
1: yeah. start coming yeah. and saying like dude what has gotten into him like what is wrong with him he doesn't want to drink he doesn't want to smoke he doesn't want to mess around he doesn't want to do any of this stuff and to me it just felt right and when i said that i was like "Oh, smokes i can't believe i said that like my eyes opened and i looked out the mirror like out the window i remember like like it happened like a week ago i looked out the window and like i couldn't fight the grin that i got on my face i was like i can't believe that i just said that
0: to my wife who helped me pick this phenomenal intro you are listening to the start of the Paul Jimenez experience part four of five as you can tell we go a little deep and we get into the nitty-gritty of our past lives some of the stuff we dealt with as kids and how different it is from today's generation. That's right, a couple of old guys talking about how the youth today is so different. Enjoy as we really, really take a magnifying glass through some of early experiences of our childhood and our conversion and what brought us closer to God. Here's the Polymanas Experience, part four of five. a huge one that's a huge one kids it's when we started having kids that's what that was kind of like because if in a weird way my kids brought me closer to a lot of my family because i did want them to be a part of Mm. their life like i want my kids to know who their grandparents are you know and i remember um talking with different family members and explaining to them like well i i want than to know who you are right. and I don't want it to be where you think I'm keeping them away. You know, yeah. like this weird thing. And what's funny is I'm not even part of the equation. It's not even about like <laughs> Hey, I'm they just, look around like where's Robert? Yeah. You said
1: this kids here
0: <laughs> It's not even about like me, you know, being around yeah, more yeah. or anything. It's like I got kids now. Like, for them, yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. Hang out with them. Yeah, yeah and I I've said this too in, in other episodes about how like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if it's just me getting older. Or I'm just like, just like becoming the old, you know, disgruntled <laughs> grumbling adult. But like this feel that politics is like ruining everything. Yeah. And I, I feel like that about sports. Sure. You know, I've I've talked about how I don't even pay attention to the Broncos as much anymore mm-hmm. because I haven't paid attention to sports in forever. I mean, they yeah. won. So anyway, the, the most important thing to, to note is the Broncos won Super Bowl 50. Sure. You know, that's the last one that matters. Yeah. No one's ever going to care about the Super Bowl anymore. Yeah, like significant, <laughs> significant milestones, right? Yeah, but but is anything after that, like, um, well, pushing Super Bowl 50. Super Bowl sorry.
1: 75. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, but like, you know, all the nonsense that's happened with how political it is. I think yeah. the Washington, uh, their football their team, they're co- called Washington football team. Yeah. Because of what were they Redskins? Redskins. And they can't be they can't be called oh, that anymore. one Redskins, <laughs> and, and then the um, um,
1: they couldn't be creative either. Think yeah. of something else. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's literally just a W. And WFT, then yeah. Football team. Yeah. When, really, they, when they abbreviate it, it's WFT. What in the world? Is this? Yeah, that
0: that grinds my gears. <laughs> <laughs> and this is grinding gears with red. <laughs> Yeah, that that kind of stuff was bothering me with the holidays too because it's not as bad. Yeah. But there was, I think it was 2016 or 2017 when they, yeah. uh, you couldn't really say Merry Christmas anymore. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Without offending people.
1: You know, yesterday night we were at the lighting of the tree, right? And mm-hmm. so, because I remember that where they wouldn't say Merry Christmas, it was an emphasis on Happy Holidays. Uh, not only were they everybody saying Merry Christmas, everybody. There was no Santa on the that mm-hmm. uh, Travis Park, there's no Santa there. I think it was on the barge or something. Uh, no Santa there, say Merry Christmas. When we arrived, they had a woman you know, like praying and stuff like that. I thought it was just some random person, but somebody said that that was a female minister was over there preaching yeah. and praying and so on. I was like, uh, I didn't see you, but I hope that, you know, well, not say because you're gonna get pulled. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, I, I did say if you, if you have me on, we might this might be the one to get pulled, so I almost got you pulled already. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it was interesting to see it, man. It was yeah, act, yeah,
0: well, people want to be out again, acting people, people want to be out again, man. So they don't want to be all locked down as much as people joke about like being locked down, yeah, they don't
1: want that, man. man I remember when I had to quarantine. Oh, man, I've seen that movie The Shining a lot when I was a kid, but I felt like that. I was going crazy. <laughs> and for some people, they loved it. Like, they loved it. For me, it's like, hey, when you're stuck in your house by yourself and you are used to being out and about and around people, it hey, goes nuts.
0: Me man. and my, my partner with work, we talk a lot about how if we ever make the big one, mm-hmm. you know, the one that will pay off everything and we don't have to worry about money anymore, we technically don't have to work anymore, we've yeah, already yeah, yeah. decided, at least we've said this now, who yeah. knows where our brains will be when it happens, but yeah. we've said we're just going to keep working, because yeah. there's just we, we can't imagine waking up and yeah. not
1: thinking about wanting Somewhere to work. You know, a true statistic is that when a person retires, um, they don't last long. Yeah. You know, if they retire, truly retire, just stay home, they don't live much longer after that. Mm -hmm. Versus, uh, like you said, you wake up in the morning with something to do, something motivate. Like, Bastion Miguel and I were talking, he was saying how um, it's crazy how some men will diminish their wife or a a female, or uh, the fact that they'll kind of not put so much value. When really, they're the motivators that will make you get up out of work, yep. you know, get up out of bed, go to work every day. It's your your wife, your kids, and that's what inspires a man to go out there and do it. So, uh,
0: yeah, but today it's so, it's not, it's not about the nuclear family. It's not about yeah. marriage. Right. You right. know, it's about money, yep. more than, which is crazy. It's crazy because we are more spoiled yeah. than kings and queens were not even a couple hundred years yeah. ago, not like yeah. even a hundred years ago. After. Like we have things in our home that nobody could have. Yeah. And you know, all these gadgets and yeah. you know, we got access, even even the, the crummy ones, like the ones that even are that good are still better, so much better than stuff, you know, Just regular HVAC, you know, know? cell phones, like you can look at anything you want at Uh, any time. You know,
1: we were talking about uh, AC one time and I don't know if your grandma ever had it, but my grandma used to have a big swamp cooler that would be out in the uh, front window. Like, I oh, mean, okay. it was, was huge, man. I, what was it? Like a two by, eight, I don't know what, a four by four or something. I don't know. Was he, but at least as a kid, I remember being huge. If we turn it on, and it felt like it was so nice. And we would have to go outside, and I was like, man, Grandma, it's so hot. She said, well, go outside and get the water hose and water down the, the thing. Oh, okay. So I would go outside and water yeah, all three sides of it. And sometimes I would pour a ton of water in there. And then turn it off, run right inside because it would overflow and it would spit out the water, and I would stand in front of it. But uh, I just remember, like, man. And then in comparison, having actual central air for the first time when I moved out with my mom to uh, an apartment complex, and central air being like revolutionary. Like, yeah, yeah. wow, this is amazing, mom. We're like in luxury. Which, funny story, as a segue, one time we did this outreach and uh, Pastor Miguel was like, okay, we're going to have all these teams, we're going to go here, we're going to go there. And then um, I was, of course, riding with, with him and he said, uh, all right, guys, we're going to go to this dirty, grummy, grungy, ghetto, crazy apartment complex. Let's go. I'm like, it's right here off a of Pin Road. And I was thinking, okay, where are we going? I wonder where it's at. Is it in Dogtown? Is it over in <laughs> Brownlee? Is it here? Is it there? You know? And as we're driving, we're going towards uh 90, and I'm thinking, hey, wait a minute. And then we pull into these apartments and man I'm laughing. I was like, hey, you said this is some of the most ghetto, dirty, grungy, yada yada. he's like, yeah, I said, I live here, man. Yeah. I used to live here as a kid. And man, we busted out laughing. But uh. Yeah, I had to, to agree with them. <laughs> I agree with you them. you said Brownleaf in that mix. Yeah, that, was in your <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was your area. That was your area. Brownleaf Pride. True, I used yeah. to say Brown
0: Brownleaf Pride or Brown Pride. Oh, yeah, not, not even realizing it was gang to It was a gang, yeah. But because I saw it everywhere as yeah. a kid. Like, you know. On the south yeah, side. It was, it was all, all over the it's place. True, yeah. So I just associated myself with it. Like, yeah, man, Brownleaf yeah, Pride. You're in the What's area. wrong with that? But a friend of mine, yep, too, he lived off of easy valley. Okay. which already sounds right you know sounds like it should be in the getaway right, right sure. <laughs> but easy valley and he used to tag up evt everywhere easy oh. valley thug oh yeah and i was never a thug in yeah, yeah, that yeah. mix but i was I hung out with them all the time yeah. they had good weed <laughs> 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 so I was the lookout, you know, yeah. I was, I was always the lookout when they'd go tag up stuff. Oh, wow. Evt Easy yeah. Valley Thugs. I remember that, yeah. Brownlee Pride, and, you know, realizing what it stood for after a while. Mm. I'm be like, oh, snap. Nah, I wasn't. it was not me. Yeah. Not <laughs> and right. I, I do remember getting pulled off. Like, I would walk home late. Oh, yeah. You know, from one friend's house to the other. Yeah. Back to my house, like, yeah. late. Late, right. like sometimes like two in the morning, one in the morning. Yeah. And I have a hoodie or a hat oh, or something. Yeah. And they, they, if, if it was all solid color, it didn't matter what color. Yeah. If brown, blue, it didn't matter. I'd get pulled off and they'd ask me all kinds of questions. Really? You know, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. And it's crazy because I'm just innocent, just, you know, <laughs> mature, you know, little, little kid.
1: <laughs> so, Where you whatever. going? <laughs> going home? <laughs> <up>? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm
1: high right now. That's oh, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> let me go. Man, I remember the first time I think they suspected that I was high was. I was high, first of all, but I went to a friend's house from school. And I was in, oh, my God, what grade was I in? Was that middle school or high, probably high school? And uh, my friend from when I was in elementary, he was like, hey, why don't you just come by? And I was like, all right, whatever. I don't even know. How in the world I ended up at his house? Well, my neighbor friend from next door, my grandma's house, he took me, but I don't know how this friend was there with us. But I jumped on the back of his bike, we're going to his house. And then um, he has a small little shed, like a garage shed. And this was the first time that I was, I was on a bomb And so I remember a lot of times I would always smoke with my cousins and I was like, man, I don't feel anything. And I was thinking, like, I'm not going to feel anything. This doesn't work on me. Right? And there we are, unboxing this shit. And I just remember standing there. And all of a sudden, you, you remember that feeling where it just felt like you woke up there for the first time? Like, how did I end up here? What's <laughs> going on? Where's all these people? I feel weird. You know what I mean? And then uh, I was like, what time is it? They told me 10. I was like, holy smokes. I got to go home. <laughs> and I was like, man. And I play reek. So I was thinking, dude, what do I do? I jumped, I was like, alright, I gotta go. So my friend was outside. Said, hey, can you chop me off at the house? But I'm gonna be on the back of the bike. You gotta pedal hard, dude. Get this, gotta air me off. Air off and movies. so I take my shirt off, right? I take my shirt off because we we're playing football. And so like like an hour ago we were playing football. I take my shirt off. And so there he is, pedaling hard, pedaling hard, and I'm like, Oh well, yeah, I hope I'll stink, you know what I mean? And then when I uh Got home. It just happened to be my stepdad who opened the door, and the funny part is that he was a big pilot. So I was like, "Oh no, he's gonna know right off the bat." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I don't think I, I, don't think they busted me. But I just remember running into my room real quick. And go figure. Here's the funny part. Go figure. We had Fred's fish that night. So I, <laughs> when I heard them going to the room, close the door. I ran into the kitchen, grabbed what I could, ran to my room, ate. Uh, and then jumped under the covers, put the covers over my head so they wouldn't bust me, and I'm just laughing so yeah. much to my own, myself, man. Man, I I had major anxiety. Those
0: those same like that story, yeah. like I can relate so <laughs> yeah, man. Like I had such anxiety of the night or the day or the moment I was gonna get caught. Oh yeah, and I I do remember, and it's so bad. Like, thank God I don't do any of that nonsense for anymore. But, yeah, for real. But when I was young and I was. It's dumb and doing it, like smoking and you know trying to hang out with friends all the time. I remember the day I thought for sure I got caught. Yeah. This is it. This is it. And I'm, I'm like 15 years old. And um, I remember my dad had come home early. And that was the real kicker. He came home early. And I think I thought I had put weed out or something. Oh, like I yeah. thought something was out. Yeah. And I was so stressed out. Like, instead of facing the music, like yeah. going inside and facing yeah. it, I was with a few of my friends and I, I just kind of laid it on them. Like, dude, this is it. Like, <laughs> you know, like I know he's in a find <laughs> You'll never my see me again. you know, he's been involved in drugs yeah. and he knows with yeah, this yeah, stuff. Yeah, There's yeah. no hiding it. Yeah. This is yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, we're at the, my apartment complex, but we're walking around the complex. Oh, okay. So I figured, you know what? I'm gonna go out, like, this is how I'm going to go. And they came, they, we had a blunt. Going to go real high. I, I smoked. And I we just got crazy high. Walked around the whole complex. There I am smoking. Dumb teenager. 15-year-old. And, and I'm like freaking out. And I'm uh, trying to smoke the anxiety away. <laughs> Maybe like, I'll forget. I'm just like talking to my friends. Like, I'm sorry, guys. I'll, <laughs> that de- I'll deny that, that you, and I, yeah. I'll deny you and I ever did anything. <laughs> like, you guys are clear. And they went home, and I was there, like uh, reeking of weed. I just got done smoking, or whatever. And this is it, man. This is it. I'm, like, over. I'm gonna walk in, and my dad's gonna let me have it. Yeah. And who knows what he's gonna do to me? Yeah. I'm just so, like, sure that it's over. I, this is it's over. I walk in, and he's hard asleep. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's crushed out. I look around. I'm checking the restroom. I'm checking. And not leave anything out? Did yeah. he find it already? Yeah. Well, you know, it's I don't his know. Hand. So I, my small glimmer of hope is like, I'm just gonna take a shower, wash my clothes, <laughs> yeah, right. act like nothing yeah. happened. And I do, I, I do all of that. And uh, he wakes up and doesn't say anything and asks me how school is. And I'm just
1: like, it was so good. <laughs> I love learning. Greatest <laughs> day of my life, you have no good. idea. <laughs> so obsessed with school. I had a test, good. I passed, thank God. <laughs> It's funny. I had nothing though I, I don't think I, I, maybe he knew I don't know I don't know maybe he just kept me a break when I um, was living with my mom uh, oh god well, she's never gonna hear this anyway so whatever <laughs> but my stepdad's brother Lord, used to or maybe yeah. hey <laughs> Um don't forget that gift you know <laughs> <laughs> um no so my stepdad's brother used to live with us and so he was basically like the babysitter it's during the summer, especially. So, uh, during the summer, everybody would split. We'd wake up, he'd make us breakfast. And then, uh, him and I would go outside and go get high together. get <laughs> so, <Wow. laughs> I, I, so yeah, we do that and then. So, uh, then after I moved out, I had this huge blow up, uh, met my dad when I was 15. And so it was like my my way out basically um I had this blow up in my mom I was I mean really it was me like I was a crazy man I gave my mom some problems like I already gave my mom problems because I'm such a instigator such a mocker such a you know throwing gas on the fire I'm always doing all this I was constantly messing with her to get her all crazy and so uh and then of course getting into mischief all the time and so um, but then uh, it got worse because I was having, you know, sneaking people into the house, yada, yada. And so I was like, you know what? I'm sick and tired of rules. I'm gonna go live with my dad. So I lived with my dad. And, uh, and that's when it got even worse because once my dad found out that I was smoking dope, he didn't care. Cause he was like, well, I'm insane. So since we're since it cleared the air, so we might as well just start smoking again, again. man it's i used crazy. to smoke so much with my dad i remember buying him a bong for his for like christmas or his birthday we had gravity i mean we did all this stuff and so i say all that to say it was a major and it's funny because I hear people and they're like, yeah, well, it's no big deal. It's no gateway drug. It's yada oh, yada, yeah, right. dude. Yeah, right. They said, they. All, well, I had a friend who was just saying that from work, he was just saying like, yeah, it's only a gateway drug to the, to the kitchen. I'm like, whatever. You you obviously don't know. But um, it was such a major part of who I was like as a sinner that when I got saved, now when I got saved, I wasn't in church yet. I wasn't nowhere. I was just... You know god was sending me all types of people to pray to offer to pray for me to give me a, a flyer a pamphlet preach all kinds of stuff and so really when i got saved it was in my uh, dad it was my dad's house in my room i just remember getting on my knees and i prayed and it wasn't like scientific prayer it wasn't like uh okay make sure you say this and say that i was just honest and so i tell people that when i get saved and when i came off from the ground it was like carrying like a backpack filled with stuff weights and then taking it off and that relief that you would feel coming home that's what I felt, and I went to sleep excited, happy, and I woke up that way, and I was like, man, I still have this. That's un- That's very unusual. And uh, I went to work with my dad that day, since I worked with him, and uh, he had offered me during was it lunchtime? It was during lunchtime, and he was like, oh, here, you wanna, you wanna smoke? And I was like, nah, I'm good. I don't need it. And when I said that, I was like. Holy smokes, I can't believe I said that. Like my eyes opened and I looked out the mirror like out the window. I remember like like it happened like a week ago. I looked out the window and like I couldn't fight the grin that I got on my face. I was like, I can't believe that I just said that. Because I, I, like anybody else, would always say, that's it, I'm going to quit. And I would quit for like a week or two weeks or a month. And I was like, man, I haven't done nothing for a month. I feel great. Let's celebrate. Let's get high right now. <laughs> like, that's how I want to celebrate so <laughs> whole But uh, that's when I was like, "Nah, I don't need it. And you know what? It was like legit deliverance. And I had never stepped into it. That's why I knew. It was like a legit conversion. Um, you yeah, didn't have a church or a headship. You had, no you had nobody guiding I mean, you. I hadn't even picked up a Bible at that point yet. Like, nothing. So the only thing that I heard preaching-wise at that point was... um, I used to work with a friend at a warehouse. Uh, Well, he was my friend at the time, but he had gotten saved, or at least religious, sometime from when I got there. And uh, he would listen to Caleb, and he would also listen to... What's the channel? I forgot the channel, but it was basically the am preaching where they preach all day yeah yeah and so he would play that and there was a guy that i used to listen to named uh, Paul shepherd and um for whatever reason he was he stood out to me the way that he preached um it, it made it just made sense and so uh, he there were some things that he would say and i was like oh, i would think about it and i was like blow it off or whatever but those were all like the beginning steps like all the things that god was using to kind of lead me and um that's all that I had. That's really it up until yeah. that point. Until the ripple effects would be like months later when um, your sister found the door because of Ben. When, and I had class with Ben, so I knew him. It's funny looking back now, but all these connections that were happening just for the kingdom, but then also for the fellowship because I had a class with Ben when I was a junior and he had just gotten saved because Philip was street preaching over there and then witnessing to him. Uh, I had a class with Alec and wow. Alec was just a new convert at the time too. And uh, and really with him, he just befriended me. He didn't, you know, at that time, I think he was working on trying to get bolder, but I remember him saying, if I remember right, he was like, yeah, yeah you kind of freaked me out, but I would pray for you and yada, yada. So I was like, uh and then who's oh, the other one oh then i remember mr hart i used to see mr hart at school wow so but I, didn't, I mean when i saw him for some reason he would stand out to me but i never like talked to him i never had class and all like that but all these like little uh, ties and then eventually coming in and after the fact hearing all that stuff was like oh wow like, there was already a pool coming yeah, this you, direction you without see even there knowing.
0: was like some kind of design or something yeah. taking place. It's 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 a, it's a trip because I I see now how like nice like how tight we all are right. like not just like you and me and you know my wife but like the, the church like yeah. the the church family right. and how it is and it's one of the it's it really genuinely gives me as an individual but also as a group of people with all of us confidence yeah. which is which is something I really didn't feel like I had growing up mm. you know when I got, I the night I got saved, I was, um, you know, I had a girlfriend, I was still going to parties, yeah. even though I had almost died from alcohol poisoning. Like, I had all this nonsense. But like you said, the, the, you can you can tell there's a sure sign of deliverance because smoking yeah. being probably the biggest one, Yeah, that was like an everyday event, or at least an attempt. Like, yeah. like there was always a goal to like always smoke. Mm-hmm. And yet when I went to this concert and I prayed, The next night, or next day would have been a Sunday, so I was in church all day, baptized that night. And then by the time I went to church Monday, the immediate, like no one like told me I needed to do this, Mm -hmm. but the immediate thing was to tell everybody. Oh, yeah. This is what happened over the weekend. that's true too. This is what happened. I got saved. And I knew, I I remember telling my girlfriend at the time, telling her, I think I got saved.
1: Mm. And
0: her immediate response was, well, now what? Like what does that mean like what is their next steps yeah and what's interesting is i hadn't even thought that far yeah. <laughs> like my immediate everything was so quick yeah. but like you said that saying no yeah. i remember that too i yeah. remember saying no to weed i yeah. remember all of a sudden saying no to the parties. right and realizing like this isn't who i am anymore yeah all it's of true. a sudden yeah. of, i'm not gonna be doing this anymore yeah and, at true. first there was an individual Confidence that I started to gain because of my newfound relationship with God, mm-hmm. but it was eventually the church. Yeah, you know, eventually it became learning and greeting other people in the church. Yeah, and trusting them because, you know, people are people, and you don't want to. You just like, yeah I don't want to talk to yeah, people. That's true,
1: right? But then
0: you you start to talk to these people, that's and they realize they all have a story like us. Yeah, that's true. They all come from something. something it may like... maybe it's not the exact same background, but. There was a change. Yeah. There was a conversion, yeah. and that brings a whole newfound confidence yeah. of, you know, having no problem living for God, which is a trip because I I look at, I look at my past life and now I was just talking about this with a, a friend of mine. We have these crazy stories, mm-hmm. drugs, yeah. And yeah. weed, and yeah. like what it brought us to yeah. and selling and. Yeah parties yeah. and you know just outrageous yeah. and and then you, you look at the kids today and it, it is different yeah. it's weird it's weird like one of them is 13 years old a friend of mine his daughter's 13 years old mm-hmm. and he was just telling me like his life was similar as your, yours and mine yeah. he was out on the street yeah. smoking all this crazy stuff and then he looks at his daughter, who's at that age group, and there's this, like, nervousness. Like, oh, man, what's she doing behind my back? Who yeah, yeah, knows yeah. what she's about? But he's like, dude, they're so nerdy. <laughs> 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 and he was like, yeah, man, it's just different, man. Like, they're just, that's funny. they're so involved in different things. They're involved in gadgets and that's trinkets. Fine. They're yeah. involved in apps, yeah. you know. And the, granted, some of the, the you know, the Tic Tac you know,
1: <laughs> <Like
0: there's, laughs> tic tac there's, there's, like, there's these dumb apps out there. It's like but it's not as heavy yeah. as what we were a part of. No, it's, you know, sin is sin. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But just know.
1: something different, like completely different. It's you not because
0: I mean? so many people can relate. Well, at least in our age group, oh, yeah. I feel like they can relate with that lifestyle. Right. Right. They can relate with growing up just you know, finding the the... the <laughs> the, like the degenerate of the the street, true, yeah. you know, someone's Theo that had yeah. access to weed, <laughs> like, and that was it. Yeah. And he was using all the young middle schooler, yeah. high schooler kids to sell his weed. Yeah, <laughs> like, true. <and laughs> That's true too. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Who gets it, who gets it? my uncle? <laughs> that's
0: true. And yeah. that's like not around anymore. Yeah. You know, and it's it's interesting because it's like a it's a new generation, man. Yeah. It's, their their battles are not the same as what we had, yeah. and it's almost like trying to how do you relate with them, you yeah. know? Like, and, and I don't know. I I'm I'm I have a genuine concern for the youth, um, that age you like ten to fifteen, oh, yeah. because in my opinion, that was when a lot of us yeah. started to make the real bad wilds. Well, yeah.
1: And it's funny because people will say like, yeah, when you're like, eighteen, after eighteen, twenty. 20. No, you, know, you start making a lot. I mean, for us, it was like it was a lot earlier than that. Yeah, it was like, you know I mean? think I was eleven when I first started smoke. Man, I remember drinking beer with my uncle, and I was like, yeah. ten
0: or so you much. Know, my my twelve-year-old birthday, my my own family yeah. gave me a shot of tequila oh, yeah. in front of my my football buddy. Oh, wow. you know, like yeah. I mean, it, that's that's how. That's that's what it Man. was back then. It's yeah. so crazy. It's true. Today, it's it's just doesn't seem like it's like that. Yeah, it's, it's weird. so different. It's weird, and yeah. but at the same time, though, what they're being taught now is uh, especially in schools mm-hmm. and is t- they're paying a lot more attention mm-hmm. to world events, current events, mm-hmm. but their source of information is so wacky. Yeah like i mean the fact that like a 12 year old can hate trump yeah just doesn't make sense to me i remember never paying attention to politics until i was like able to vote
1: i only remember liking bill clinton because <laughs> oh god the only reason why i like yeah, Bill clinton you, gotta,
0: you, gotta keep nah, going. You, gotta you know you, you gotta know i am <laughs> you know how i am i
1: follow through on everything boy uh so i uh, i like bill clinton because he came out on mtv he played the uh, sex, played the sex. Smoked weed and was affiliated with all these women. Like yes. that's why I liked him when I was a kid. I didn't know anything about his policies or politics right, or who he right. was or that. But that's all that I knew or heard of or saw or whatever. It's wild to me that they have eleven-year-olds,
0: twelve-year-olds yeah. that are preaching politics. Oh on yeah. TV. yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Or even like, like uh, man, there's one girl I could have sworn to that had to do with like the environment like Fun, environment uh, Ray, is great uh, I, I think that's her it's yeah. just light hair right
0: yeah yeah and uh, so she actually has um um all the fact checkers you're gonna check this out but like she has some kind of it's light but like a little bit of a mental
1: oh uh, uh, there's it's some... not bad it's not like she's like full-blown handicapped or nothing there was a recent video for her that came out that was supposed to be like a negative against her oh really <laughs> yeah really? I yeah. thought everyone was for her yeah
0: yeah, well, um, yeah, it's not like she's, like, handicapped or anything horrible, but that was, part of that was, like, why it was, like, hey, you don't pick on her, like, that's messed up, oh. you know what I mean? Like, that That was kind of, like, a, a defensive. Oh, yeah. Because um, if you talk trash about her, it's almost like you're talking about someone who's, like, mentally unstable oh, yeah, 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 or something, yeah, yeah, you know, like, yeah, 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 like yeah. handicapped. Oh, yeah. But she's not, like, she, she's not that bad. So, anyway, they... They've used that. There's been other no more no names. She's probably the one that's cra- actually been like a political figure. Mm. Like she's been on magazines. She's mm. got interviews. She's like yeah. traveling. Yeah. Like, like they they threw her right into it. And it's crazy because you think like
1: man, I I just don't remember young kids being a part of any of that. You know what's funny is, um, she uh, people can like. Fall behind and I like, support her, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like a bunch of older people will support her. And they'll be like, oh yeah, she doesn't make sense, you know. But remember how on, oh, I don't know if you remember, but there was like shows like, uh, this was before my time, like Donna U and like uh, uh, Springer, Maury even had them, where it would be like seven-year-old preachers and 12-year-old oh, preachers. sure, sure. And they would lay hands on people, preach, and yada, yada. And everybody would stand there like, how can you follow him? Like, he's just a kid. Like, how does, what does he know about the Bible and yeah yeah But now we have the flip when they're talking about, like, environmental stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, she just makes sense. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, they're,
0: they're giving uh, kids today a lot of freedom of choice. Yeah. Um, and they, they've like, really twisted that idea because it's like, we're raised, or at least we were raised, yeah. that, like, you... You're raised a certain way. You're like given direction as a child. Yeah. Today it's like no, let your child decide. Yeah. Let them make decisions. Yeah. Even as far as like gender. Yeah. And all and don't that call
1: stuff. them a pronoun or don't call them whatever. You know what I
0: mean? Uh, yep. And then the, that's I. I it's just an opinion. I don't fully know, but I. I feel like these kinds of kids that have this strong opinion on certain areas that it's like how do you even <laughs> like. What, who's educating you yeah. in, in this area? Um, but they have these strong, strong opinions. And again, this is my opinion. I feel like they're. it's more than just like, oh yeah, you know, she learned this and on her own decided mm-hmm. I'm going to speak up. Right. It's like, no, it, I'm pretty sure she influence. is being told. Yeah. There's a, there's a strong influence yeah. there that's telling them what to say. Mm-hmm and it's it's weird because you do want your kids to just decide on their own. I can say as a parent there's times where I just want my kids to make a good decision. Mm. And that means that all I can do is be an influence yeah. and let them decide. Yeah. And but then there's other times where I got to be a parent jump in. <laughs> I got to step in and be like, "Whoa, whoa, don't do that." Yeah. It's like a referee. Yeah. you know and if you're not refing the game you're just letting them do whatever the heck they want yeah. you know people are gonna look at
1: you like ref what the heck yeah I and mean, I, and you know touching on what you mentioned about like uh, kids and the whole gender thing like um, you wouldn't let a six year old cross the street by himself right? you know you wouldn't let them cross them four years old I mean at least I don't think you would or you wouldn't let them wander in the mall by themselves or get on the bus necessarily or what have you but you're letting them make a life choice at that age. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you can't trust them to do that across the street or whatever, then why would you let them make a life choice at such a young age? You know what I mean? Right. People, people change their minds. You know what I mean? People change the way they see stuff or think or... It feel. is It is
0: interesting. Even I can not even go as far as in the church. Yeah. Like, you look at church kids, yeah. you know, and the decisions they're making because you want them again you kind of just want them it would be nice if they just kind of naturally chose like the right decision their moral and everything yeah. um but a lot of those kids need to be put in check <laughs> you know of little, like i even call my little girls little demons <laughs> you know, I was like yeah, right man you think they're all fairies and stuff no no nah, really I, don't, I like
1: to call them gremlins
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but but you know there is a sense of you got to give them some direction yeah and for you, like, you're saying, like, how crazy your like, what mm-hmm. there came this, like, sudden, like, I'm going to make this decision on my own. Yeah. Like, you just decided to pray, and yeah. then, boom, you're put in action right when mm-hmm. someone asked you if you wanted to smoke weed. Yeah. It was like a small victory, but it was a victory, and monumental enough yeah. to push you, you know, so far ahead. Yeah. You look at these kids nowadays, and it's like, it's almost like, what's going to push them to that? What's going to make them have that on their own? Because most of them are being taught that you can't have God or you shouldn't have God involved yeah. in anything. Right. And I look at my kids and I know they're going to be... They are church kids. Yeah. They're, you know, they're church kids, which is a life I never lived. True. So it's one of those things I haven't... I just don't know what to expect. All I can do is pray for them and be the influence I feel like God has asked me to be. Yeah. You know, and like, just hearing our stories how crazy your life was with your parents from your mom and then going to your dad and then you know but yet here you are right Mm saved right with God and you know in a world where you thought or if anybody would have heard your life growing up it's like how
1: did this guy start coming to church which is funny because uh, hearing it but then when people see it like I always laugh when people see like photographs that I have because I'm like I don't think those were the worst pictures that I've had even, and to me it just seemed normal, like it seemed normal to have spiked hair that was like 3-4 inches long, shaped into horns, uh, vampire contacts, choker chains, spikes all over, uh, like a 3-foot wallet chain, you know, black everyday, like all of that seemed just... I just think it fits your personality. Yeah.
0: even <laughs> if you, today <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it it's like the rebel yeah. you know like the mocker the yeah. instigator yeah. like you're like drawing attention yeah. to like like you're it's, if anything it's like a they're all I think the hair yeah. the way you dress yeah. the chain the chug, yeah. it's all like a target a beacon yeah, yeah. yeah. I, come, come I even, say something
1: I even dyed it I even used to uh, dye it red and, uh, the tips red and yada yada so I mean uh People are stunned by it, but it's funny because I think of other people like when they get saved and, I, and I'm stunned by some of them, like their story is just because it's so different. And, uh, you know, like the way you said, we got saved and before even coming in or necessarily right after coming in, you already had temptation. I remember uh, partying with my friends and um, even after getting saved and just going to go hang out because that's all I knew what to do. It was just habit. So I'd go and I'd be like, no, nah, I'm not gonna drink and I like that. And then temptation would come and I and I remember even saying, you know, of course I was dating your sister at the time, and I remember saying, like, hey, we're not gonna mess around and you're not gonna do anything like that no more. I'm a Christian. Can't yeah, do that. Yeah. And her being stunned. You yeah. know what I mean? And but mad too, like, hey, wait a minute. Like I said I just wanted to go to church because she was the one originally it was like, I just wanna to go to church, the other Yeah. Deal, back yeah. back then. Yeah. And uh, and I remember her and my cousin getting together, not hooking up, but her talking to each other and saying, like, dude, what has gotten into him? Like, what is wrong with him? He doesn't want to drink, he doesn't want to smoke, he doesn't want to mess around, he doesn't want to do any of this stuff. And to me, it just felt right. Like, it just felt like the right thing to do. I didn't need to yeah. be convinced, but it was because of that. Uh, like Pastor Miguel was mentioning a couple of weeks ago, it's just a, a deposit of the good seed of the Holy Ghost, the Word of God, like all that just being deposited. Even if it was just small at the time, it was enough to influence. You know what I mean? So yeah, I that was the same way because I also I had a girlfriend
0: when I got saved, yeah. and we were a little over a year deep in our relationship, and I same thing. I had the same exact conviction. Mm this, like, new guilt of, yeah. like, I don't think we should be touching or yeah. doing any of that stuff, yeah. and um, she, again, yeah, she was upset, and I would walk her to class, and she would want to hold hands, and I would, uh, there's something in me that's, like, this doesn't feel right, yeah. and then um, we would h- hug, usually kiss, but in yeah. this case, I already made the stand of, like, I don't want to do that, anymore. Yeah, yeah, right? so we wouldn't, and so then we wouldn't, when we stopped hugging, that's when it really felt weird yeah and more for her for me again that like you said yeah. there's something about it that felt right right like and if anything i was i had these small victories yeah okay like, hey, i walked sure. my 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 girlfriend That's all the way to the class without That's touching it. her yeah. something something felt right and yeah. um and at this point i was so fresh to come into church i didn't hear full sermons of girlfriend dating yeah. you know i didn't have any kind of biblical knowledge yeah. of uh, you know anything it was just something that felt like this is this is just a, a, a convict which i didn't know i didn't understand invasion, i did not even know what the conviction was at the yeah. time but it was like my own personal like i feel like i'm doing the right thing yeah and having a full-blown conversation with we called her like our our, our uh she would have been like our uh couple best friend. like oh, okay. she was best friends with me and with oh my yeah, girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we both knew her from like second grade yeah. or something, and I remember talking with her about after I had broken up with my girlfriend. Oh wow! So I had made the split, so, you know. I decided, you yeah. know, this is and it, and it wasn't even like I want nothing to do with you. It was yeah. just like no, I just feel like I'm trying to grow closer to God. Yeah. And I decided to do this, and it was confusing. You know, we thought we were in love. And oh so yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, It was yeah, all yeah. kinds of weird yeah, when, yeah. when we broke up. But I was talking to my friend. And I was telling her, I was like, yeah, what you said, yeah. same thing. I was like, it just feels right. Yeah. I just feel like I'm supposed to be doing these things. Yeah. I don't, and I, I remember trying to break. Explanation, rhyme reason. No, 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 in, I have no
1: biblical Nothing to theory. open the Bible and say, yep. look right here is why. Yep. None of that.
0: And I didn't even again I didn't have full blown sermons. I yeah. barely knew anybody in the church. Yeah. You know, people may have been reaching out and helping me, but none of them had like were like giving me step by step guides on what to yeah. do. And I, I remember telling uh Pastor, uh just barely getting this relationship with him. He asked me how things were going and I asked if I could talk with him. We went in his office and I told him, I broke up with my girlfriend and, and he was very sensitive to it. He was very like, well, that's what you feel like you need to do. And my opinion, I don't think you should date until you're out of high school. And you know, he kind of gave me. Then I got the guidance. But before he, I already did the action. I was just following, in a sense. It's weird. I don't like to say I was following my heart, but in a sense, that's that's the best I had. That was like the best I could. The the best way I can put it into words is it was like I was following, quote unquote, following my heart. You know.
1: Yeah, and I when I had prayed the very next day, I told my coworker friend. I said, "Hey, I just had to tell you that last night I made my piece of God. I didn't know it was called being saved." I said, "Man, I made my piece of God." Yeah, piece of being God. I'm so excited. I said, "Man, I made my piece of God." And he was like, "The funny part is, is that Cali, man, I'm know, to have some." I don't know why I get surrounded with some people. I, I have some like crazy insensitive people, I guess. Or maybe that's just the type of people that uh, I attract. attract. <laughs> exactly. But uh, he was like, Well, that's good. Now, keep going. And then he walked off and I was like, wow. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, which is funny because we brought up Pastor Gabe and we highlighted him. So I'm going to highlight him too. How about that? Mm. I remember Pastor Gabe after the fact, uh, years after being saved, he said, Well, I got to be honest with you. I said, this guy's not going to last a month. What's great, man, is
0: my good friend today, Brother Marcus. said the same thing about me, man. Same thing. I remember him telling me, like you said, man, like years later, like, oh, yeah, I thought for sure you're not going to stick around. You know, like I've seen people come in the church and yeah, you're you're, like, apparently we have a stereotype, (laughs) you know, like we, these crazies from the street. Yeah. come in and radically... You know, and it's split. It split. But if you think about it, I mean, the church now, we're what? Our church is now 500 plus people. Yeah. And so. that's it's full of people like that. Yeah. It's full of people yeah. that just kind of came in from the street, you know. Yeah,
1: it's kind of funny too because um, uh, the other part is that when when we actually came into the church, uh, what else was it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we didn't have any like, guidance or anything, but... I figured, well, I'm serving God. I'm saved. praises, So we're just saving together doing this. And then Marcy gave me my advice. Like, you know, should just breaking up. least really? six months at least. Yeah. And then she told me, and now uh, mind you, up to this point, everything was like, yes, God. Yes, God. Yeah, God. Yeah. I'm all for it. And then she said, I was like, what? <laughs> I like, do yeah. what? Yeah. Like, oh, dang it. So uh, I was like, oh, she would have never talked to that woman. right? <laughs> but uh, it's so funny. It's. I like, I
0: think it's part of maturity and yeah, conversion. That's true. You know, when you get saved, and you start to try to live for God. Yeah. It's when you get your first, you know, uh, self conflict. Yeah. You know, where you because, like you said, if everything feels right and yeah, yeah God, what's well, so got, easy, then
1: it'd be like, where's the battle? You know what I mean? Then it's like, okay, now you're really, and. You know, it was a huge benefit, though, because it really was a time so I could just say, you know what, I'm just going to serve God, and, man, we had a lot of fun during that time. We went, to, you and I, we went to conference, and I didn't even realize how significant conference really was. Right, you know, right. Bible just, conferences we, is, is, every year is a monumental yeah. year. like Because week. it, and, and uh, it's like they said, the reason why every year is the best one is because it's that's what God's doing at that moment. Yeah. Like something different, something new, or something active right there, so... Uh, we wins significant and then i uh, came back just inspired but yeah all that stuff happened that that year you know all within that time frame so mm-hmm. that was a lot of fun of course
0: yeah I, th- I think about young people a lot now and by young i guess i'm talking about like preteen and teenage oh, yeah, years yeah, yeah, yeah. like before uh, young adult yeah and i wonder what goes on in their head you know i always think to myself like what are the younger people Mm -hmm. think what are they focused on because i i i look back at my life yeah when i was 10 11 years old and when i was 11 is when the divorce happened oh yeah yeah so it was kind of a forceful shift from 11 to 12 of like i I guess maturing but at the same time just like just forceful I was very i was forced to live in this new world without my parents and all this stuff but i look at other kids and i'm like man i wonder what are they paying attention to? Is it really just the tic tac? <laughs> <You know? laughs> is it really just phone apps and, yeah. and new gadgets and, and social media? Yeah. Or is it is it deeper than that? Yeah. You know, are they are they paying attention to uh, to world events, which apparently, like we talked about earlier, yeah. like being, become a
1: bigger a bigger thing. You know, well, it's like it's, it's like our age group.
0: Yeah. You know, in their thirties, it's becoming very uh, common yeah. to have a therapist.
1: You know, that is true, too. And it's, it's um, weird because... A lot of self-help, right? like yeah, a lot of the mental time, health. Which is so... Man, you know, to me, that's kind of crazy. Like, I oh... Don't, I don't understand any of that stuff, to be honest with you. If I'm being blunt, I don't understand it. Where it's like, oh, I just need, like, a me-time. and They show them on a vacation. But it's... I agree with that. Like, I agree. Like, yeah, you know, get some R&R, recover, all that. But when I see people, they're like, oh, I just need it. And they're, like, stupid successful. Like, they're, like, on a whole other, like, wealth. And they're going to, like, this, I just need to get away. And they're, like, Abu Dhabi and Dubai, like, all these crazy places. And it's once every month. It's, like, okay, you're not that busy. You know what I mean? Like, the president doesn't even get that much time off. So what are you talking about?
0: I think it's about prioritization and then where they try to see themselves. Because, I I, and that's just an opinion, but, like, I feel that people who are striving for mental health and like you said the me time and like all the staycations or whatever like they try to produce this like wanderlust is a new thing too like that's something that kind of came more evident in in the later years like I think that all comes more with uh, honestly just people who don't feel like they have a sense of purpose you know or like and to be real more blunt about it I think they don't have a genuine prayer life Cause if you're if you're not no, shut up. Shut up. Uh,
1: that soulless creature out there <laughs> Who are the who are the children the gremlins of this family absolutely love. <laughs>
0: but I, I feel that 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 if you are genuinely, sincerely trying to quote you know, live for God and like have a prayer life and then also you're involved in some extent not just in ministry but like with your family and with the church family you don't really feel the, the need or the yearn to yeah. chase all this stuff right and then also the uh, the therapy sessions yeah. now again you you're you're with me on this we don't we didn't live a church kid life right so we don't we have no clue what it's like right to be in a heavily involved sure. family that's fully engaged in ministry and church, yeah. and you're always gonna do this, you yeah. know. We don't know that, and so uh, yeah, I'm very curious when I see church kids feel the need to like, I guess, do more. Mm. Like, like it's not enough. Yeah, and it's I'm wondering if they just don't have that sense of purpose. Stay tuned for the conclusion in part five.